This is a podcast from Rover. The hitman, the dominator sport on a Friday. Hamish Mackay joining me. Hamo, how you doing, big fella? Oh, Dom, I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Very excited. Less than 48 hours to kick off. I don't know what to think about this one. Um, uh, speaking with Lowy earlier, he raised a good... He thinks whoever gets away to that sort of... Whoever throws that first decent punch is going to hold on and win the game. So he reckons it's going to be decided fairly early doors in the piece. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad sort of analogy. I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's really interesting how the New Zealand media spins the rhetoric about the Springbok side squeezing the life out of you and squashing you and slowing it down. All the things that we'd do if we could. Um, (laughs) Yeah. You know? So I have, uh, my, my, I tend to agree that if the box get out of the gate pretty well, and can, and they are, let's face it, just that they're so domineering uh, up front, and we're going to have to like you know utilise our out and out attack game. So yeah, I think I don't think it's too far off the mark. I mean, um, oh, it is too close to call. I mean, we've come a long way in just a few months, even since the Twickenham game and. We probably took a lot out of the loss to France in the opening game. And, you know, I know everybody's sort of going now, everybody's jumped on the Fozzie bandwagon. But, you know, I tell you what, there's a lot of people who've had a huge amount of input into this all-black team getting to where it is today. And if Fozzie hadn't have listened, they would have been home two or three weeks ago. So he had to take it on board. So that's where the credit goes to him. That, you know, he was told he had to change his coaches. He changed his coaches. Um, the players had to sort of get their head around playing rugby again and not the silver late deal and things like that. And, you know, there's been a lot of input into getting this all-black team to this point. So, yeah, going to be huge. Yeah, well said. Um, the other thing is selecting the right people in the right positions, yeah. and I think we've done a wee bit of that in recent times as well. Oh. Perhaps that wasn't the case, um, you know, in previous months. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I... I, 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 I totally agree, and even goes back to sort of a, a year ago. You're right, you know, like um, uh, the two young props, you know. It took a while to finally get to Lomax and to Groot, and finally we did. Um, you know, Sam Kane took a long time to come back from that neck injury, and I don't think we ever gave him credit uh, for that. Shannon Frizzell was that long work in progress, but I think they were always backing him to be, to be the sixth. Um, you know, and we finally got out of this debate over who was the first five eight, and you know, and, and the fact that we need to have we need to have strong wingers, and and, and that was Tilly has been one of the real success stories of world rugby. Stands a chance of being the breakout player uh, for the season. So yeah, and, and of course, okay. In my opinion, I I didn't think Broden Barrett was the right guy, but he's done very well. You know, at this tournament so far. And, you know, I would have preferred to have Jordan at fullback. But, hey, they've got it right, you know, and doesn't matter how they've got it right, they've got it right to this point. Where do we sit if we lose? Because, you know, when we lost other World Cups, um, I'm going through this and thinking about it, I tell you what, the coaches who've made it to finals have been much maligned and, and you know, even less if you, you know, semi-finals. Remember, I mean, there wasn't there one time that both uh, Deeker and another journalist called for John Hart's head on a plate, all these sorts of things, you know. (laughs) I don't think that's going to happen to Fozzie if he loses the final on Sunday. I can sort of, I think it'll be sort of a case of, well, you know, good on you for sort of getting it together and and good luck with what you do next, because he'll have a good job somewhere, there's no doubt about that. 
and, um, and then it's off to the next phase, the new chapter without Smith, Moanga, Whitelock, and the list goes on. Well, that's a really good point again that you raise, and I think the difference in the reaction if the All Blacks do indeed lose to South Africa on Sunday morning is the fact that we're actually going in, well, we went into this tournament not favoured to win it. When was the last time we weren't favourite to win a World Cup? I mean, it's the All Blacks we turn up. We're expected to basically win it every time, no matter what's gone under, you know, what's happened beforehand. This one was different, which is really interesting, and I guess that's the legacy of the two, three years building up to it, those historic historic losses to the Argentinians, to the Irish, you know, that win record percentage-wise just wasn't where it usually is for an all-black side. Um, so this one, I, I think you're right, I don't think you'll get the vitriol, the calling for heads on plates, etc., uh, that you uh, used to get with previous all-black regimes. Yeah, look, I, I totally agree. I think you'd have to almost go back to 2003 when England were a, were a stellar side and, so, and the Wallabies weren't too bad either. That you know that maybe or well, you yeah, know that would be the that yeah that would be the one where you might might yeah. have gone England or New Zealand yeah. maybe the top sides yeah something like that but yeah yeah and, and nobody really had the chance to make that call because we were eliminated at the semi final had, had we played England you know that was so far from a lady down Mazia but anyway looking at the here and now I think you know um, it, look I just. It's not going to be, you know, it's not the end of the day for New Zealand, for rugby, even for Fozzie if they lose. I'd love, though, for the individuals. I'm not talking about the All Blacks. I'm talking about individuals here for Whitelock, um, for Aaron Smith, uh, for Richie Mawanga, these guys that will be moving on. Uh, you know, you know, this will be the Ritalik one. I doubt he'll be, you know, there or there. Yeah, Barrett, the so. Bode, Bowden Barrett won't be there. Yeah, there's, yeah, a, there's a host. Barrett, yeah, Dan Kane surely looks at calling it a day at test level anyway. Or He'd perhaps, have to, you know. Yeah. Or, or does he disappear back to Reparoa and milk some cows? I don't know. But, yeah, so on that basis, love it to happen. But I, I'm not, again, a great team winning a World Cup. And I think South Africa are because... You know, we can say, you know, we can talk 10 men and all, but that's just bollocks. This is a good footy side, and we'll have to be very good to beat them. Like we had to be to beat Ireland, and be, as I said in the quarterfinal, part of that joy was the quality of the side we bet, uh, beat. So Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and anyone who underestimates the South African side is just uh, hasn't watched enough footy, you know. Um, yeah, they haven't watched enough footy, and they're reading the, you know, reading the, the bollocks that's in the... And some of the some of the reason you know that we come up with these how to beat South Africa and how to do this and look they are big strong ugly just you know they're still you know Peter Steph de Troyes hasn't quite been the player he was last time round but I tell you what give him another you know <laughs> the sense of a final and uh, we'll see what a, a premier footballer he is and. You know, you got the uh, the big Nordic Viking who comes, Snayman, who comes off the bench. And, <laughs> what a brilliant-looking um, character! On yeah. and on and on and on, and then of course they just did that very astute way of leaving Andre Pollard out while he got fit. I mean, the way you know, just, yeah, it's you great knew gamesmanship. He was take that penalty the other day, oh. didn't you? It, it was never going to never in doubt. Like honestly, yeah. that was written in the script. That one, it yeah. was absolutely written in the script. He is a he is a great at, at, at number oh, ten. I, look, I, you know, look, I, I think I, it's not. I reckon it's probably eight or nine or ten years ago. I remember watching the New Zealand under twenties. I think it was getting absolutely rolled by a South African team where Pollard just drove them around the track. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's a quality footballer. Eh? But, you know, 
that kick not only did it go over from basically halfway, but you saw it, it cleared the um, dead ball line, you know? <laughs> oh, like, honestly, yeah, absolutely yeah. tremendous. I think the All Blacks in this one are going to have to come out. I think you'll see them swing early, so to speak, to use another yeah. boxing analogy. I think they'll realise that that first, even few minutes, but that first five or ten minutes, I think they will, um, you know, throw caution to the wind and, uh, and, and and try and get a, you know, land a few early blows. What do you think about... Uh, a couple of the front row uh, selection options there in terms of the reserve bench. So Dane Coles and Fletcher Newell, who I probably would have picked, but they've gone for the bigger uh, Lalala and uh, Tokiaho as their backups there. I get for obvious reasons, I suppose. But you know, uh, Coles yeah. and Fletcher Newell were in pretty good, pretty good form. Yeah, I don't know. I look, I think. I mean, I thought Coles was finished a good year or so ago, maybe two. I think there's been a little bit of just sharing the load there and, mm. and, and firing Tokyo Oho up, you know, like, you know, mate, you're not in the reserves. And I think that that would have fired him right up. So, um, you know, he's now back in the reserves. I just think that that's a bit of a, a safety policy with, with, with Lau Lala. Um, I'm surprised, though, a little bit, though, because I like you. I think Newell's probably done enough. But against South Africa... Um, probably, you know, there's worse things you could do and in terms of picking an out-and-out oh, out sure. front rower yeah. than Nipola Lala. So, yeah, um, Foster says it's the toughest uh, chat of his life, um, a coaching life, to tell Dane Coles that he wasn't playing. But, look, I can understand that, but I think from Dane Coles' perspective, he would understand that uh, playing South Africa um, a year or two ago, not, it's not even it's a year ago or a little bit more. We were talking about Big Samasoni as being the form hooker. In yeah, World that's yeah, good perspective, yeah. good point, well said. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're, I think you're bang on with all of that. So then we are. Yeah. So, 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 how do you? I don't know. I mean, predictions are kind of stupid, particularly in a game yeah. like this. Um, so I don't know, but I'm going to ask you anyway, just because isn't, oh, yeah, that, isn't look, that what people do? To, look, it's too close to call. But it if, is. I, if I'm really genuinely honest, I think that the South Africa probably, if we follow the rhetoric, do, will squeeze us out of it. I don't think they have any weaknesses, um, but, but we've got to find some. And as we proved against Ireland, we're capable of doing that. So if the All Blacks win, I won't be at all surprised. Mm. Well, we yeah, good. That's a bob each way. And I think how yeah, could any? You know, how, but, you know, but but how could? Hold on. Yeah. Three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> but how could anyone say anything different? I mean, that's just yeah, yeah, exactly, you, you know, know pure purely yeah. logical uh, take on what we've got. And you know, the whole predicting thing is kind of what's well, totally null and void, really. But we do it as because it's like a sport in itself, isn't it? Yeah, so you know. Absolutely. Um, um, all right, well, that's the rugby taken care of. Uh, look, I don't think that we, we, we can look at the fallout of who does what and afterwards. Um, but uh, the other interesting tournament on at the moment, of course, is the Cricket World Cup. And I'm sort of, you know how I was just telling you last week that I was losing a lot of sleep to it. I've kind of got life back on track a little bit because I was finding there's too many blowouts in this tournament now. Um, right. You know, it's just, we haven't had those sort of real last over thrillers. Oh, the old, oh. Oh, the old, you know, chatters or somebody trying to close up shop or Sneddon bowling the last Yeah, yeah or, that's right. Chris you know, Pringle from 91 against the Aussies. Yeah, yeah against I Bruce Roode. The, um, the British Airways Lounge at Heathrow will be pretty busy, won't it? The defending <laughs> champions, aren't they? Just about, they'll be bumping into the uh, yeah. 
English yeah. rugby team. Well, yeah. the, 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 beaten again um, by Sri Lanka this time yeah. uh, overnight, which is, uh, that's surely them done. Let's have a look at the table quickly. So where are they? Well, they're yeah. in ninth out of tenth. Um, one out of five in terms of victories. India, South Africa, New Zealand, Australia. I think that's going to be your top four. Uh, there's a chance for Sri Lanka and Pakistan, but I do kind of favour India, South Africa, New Zealand, Australia. That's how I'm picking it at this stage. Yep. And, yeah, look, I'm, are you surprised? We've gone pretty well, haven't we? You know? Um, I'm not surprised. form going into it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but you look at our records at limited overs world tournaments. We are right yep. up there. Um, you know, look at uh, the last few World Cups. I mean, we're, we're featuring. We, we we can knock sides off. We're a good balanced side as well. Without even without Kane Williamson, uh, you get him back, and uh, God knows what can happen. Really, um, that just adds a lot of uh, steel to that batting lineup. Um, but we're good across the board, man. We're a good, very good one day cricket side at the moment. Yeah, we are. We don't see that. And, you know, and we keep unearthing the new stars, don't we? Um, you know, and yet the, the Kane Williamsons of this world still deliver. Um, yeah, so I think that the interest will switch pretty quickly after Sunday. Um, I think you're right. To the cricket. And yeah. I think it'll be bloody good, actually. Well, yeah. the thing is that we've got a little bit of depth as well in that side now. Maybe yeah. not so much batting depth. We've certainly got bowling depth, which I like. Uh, Sodi hasn't played a game yet, and, uh, you know, yeah. he's waiting in the wings, but Santner's doing such a wonderful job. I mean, yeah, no, it's good. I, I, I'm st- we'll go, We're going to get those tighter games as the tournament progresses. There's just been too many blowouts for mine, but still, um, you know, it's it's alive and ticking, and uh, I'm still loving it. Hamish, you know, cricket on the yeah. TV, dude. There's nothing better. Well, you know, well, by Sunday morning, we could have two legs of the trifecta home, national, the All Blacks, and then we'll be just waiting uh, on the cricket. <laughs> there he is. Hamish Mackay, as always, uh, love talking to you. And um, yeah, I think you've, you've raised some bloody good points, particularly on the rugby today. So I appreciate you for that, my friend. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk next week, eh? You do that. Thank you, Dominator. Over and out. Well, if you like what you've just listened to, don't forget to subscribe to Rex wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on social to read the latest rural news. Just head to rexonline.co.nz.